your host, Franco Vega, and I want to thank you for tuning in to the Right Way Podcast, where our theme is 10 minutes of healing the right way. On this program, we'll interview folks who have been through some pain, like my beautiful Foss youth, and who have turned that pain into power. To learn more about our organization and our mission, please visit our website at therightwayfoundation.org. Hello, folks. Uh, Franco Vega here with you for Right Way Podcast, where our theme is 10 minutes of healing the right way, going from pain to power. We got another awesome young alumni from our program, goes by the name of Jeanne. Uh, well, she's been with us for a long time. You know, we're on a roll uh, interviewing our alumni, and, and she's doing big things, and we'll let her talk about her resume. Uh, but without further ado, let's bring in Jeanne. What's up, Franco? Thank you for having me. No, I enjoy it. Thank you for coming in, taking time out your business. Off the Jimmy Kimmel show, we're going to plug you first. So what do you do for a living, my dear? Let's give you a resume. Right now, I am uh, currently working as a production assistant on the Jimmy Kimmel show. I am a co-founder of the Real to Real Global Youth Film Festival that awesome. I've been producing for the last seven years. Awesome. You know, and I'm a board member for Casa of Los Angeles, you know, and um, always a performing <laughs> artist. Awesome. Uh, spoken words. Uh, go to our website. I'm pretty sure we have some of her work on our website. Jonay, you know, you've heard our theme and you know the format of our show. You know, we want the audience to know who is John A. Rivers. Who are you, John A.? I am a queer black woman who grew up in a foster care system, lived in the city of Watts my whole life until I was about 19 years old, so. where we were forced to move out of the projects because my brother was charged with a crime he didn't do, forcing me to be homeless for the next few years where I happened to meet you um, in a place of desperation and just not wanting that to be my life. I looked. Uh, started looking for resources and DCFS told me about a place called Right Way Foundation. And I remember awesome. when I came down here, I was like full of life and like, yeah, I'm doing this and I want to do this and I want to be a speaker. And I already had my mind made up about the kind of person I wanted to be. But before I got there, you know, I had to overcome a lot of pain and a lot of trauma, you know, being sexually abused at the age of 10, you know, being abused with dogs to where I had post-traumatic stress disorder. And to this day, whenever a dog shows aggression, I'm triggered and I start to panic, you know. I had to overcome, you know, not being able to eat. And mind you, I was only in this home for about 11 months. And it wasn't the parent that was doing it. It was the kids that was doing it. And as I got older, I realized that they were acting out of a place of confusion. You know what I mean? Not really understanding the process of like their mom having to take care of a whole nother kid too at that because my brother was there for me for a few months and ended up being removed from the home and so I feel like they took that out on me you know I became the target um, of their frustration and of their anger and of their confusion and so I had to suffer for about 11 months until I spoke up and the judge ordered for me to be removed from that home that day and where I went to live with my big mama up until you know I decided to go out on my own and start doing transitional housing and looking for places that I can stay or programs that I can be in that can allow me to be able to um, be independent, you know, and not be the, one of the people that lived with my big mama for the rest of my life like I saw a lot of my siblings and other people I grew up with do. And so, yeah. So, let me back up. So you was removed from your home put into a foster home mm -hmm. and then receive abuse in the foster home. Yes. So, yeah, let's back up a little bit. I was removed from a home where I had a mother's love. Not many foster youth can say they know what a mother's love felt like. I had that, you know. I had love for my family. I had love for my community. My big brother was very protective of me. You know what I mean? And my mom... She smoked marijuana while she was pregnant with my little sister. And something that I realized when I got older was she went to a hospital that was in the hood 
at that hospital, they drug test every parent that gives birth for whatever reason. Maybe they in partnership with DCFS to help them get kids. But when my mother, after we were put in the system and my mother had more kids, she went to a hospital in the white neighborhood. They did not drug test her. They didn't do none of that. And she left home with my baby brothers where that she got custody of the last two kids and never had DCFS called on her since ain't never had them come to the door ain't never had an issue with school ain't never had nobody say she wasn't feeding them because she's not a bad mother she just got caught up in a bad situation and was working against a system that was already rigged against her so I got taken from that home where I was loved and nurtured and taken care of and put into the system where I began to experience trauma and abuse and be molested and go through these things like don't get me wrong living in the projects it's traumatic you see people getting shot at you see you know what I mean you got gang violence. You got all these things going on around you. But it's not until I was in a system that I experienced personal, personally afflicted trauma. Wow. So we can honestly say that you getting removed out of your home caused more pain and trauma. And then someone passed the law thinking it was going to protect you. But they put you into some trauma. You know, yes. when they supposedly supposed to save you from trauma. You know, that's BS. We deal with that all the time here. I, I have a love and hate relationship with Department of Children and Family Services. You know, I get along with a lot of folks over there. But, you know, deep down, they know what they're doing is not right. You know, it, it's got to be a better system. Uh, you know, I think that they should have just, they should fix the families. You mm. know, like you said with your mom. Had some marijuana in her system, a little bit of marijuana in her system when she was pregnant, you know? Well, then did they even talk to your mom? How did the baby turn out? You know, nothing probably happened, you know, and they still felt the urge to remove this kid. You know, so that's that's whack, you know, and I'm sorry to hear that. But, you know, you've always stayed a positive person with us. You know, you come in, you light up a room. You know, we always know. We always knew and we continue to know this, that you're going to be a list in Hollywood soon. You, you just pay your dues. We've seen you perform on stage, you know, go put in the work. You know, a lot of kids think, oh, I got talent. I'm just going to make it. No, you put in the work and it's showing, especially on your Jimmy Kimmel. You're, on, you're now on the Jimmy Kimmel show. What keeps you motivated? I mean, how the hell do you wake up and come in here all higher energy and laughing and positive? You know, I, I, I've seen you pissed off a couple of times, but you're pissed off for the real reasons, the legit reasons, you know, but what keeps you motivated? You know, how do you uh, come in here with a smile and when, when your back used to be up against the wall and you're homeless and all that, like you said earlier? That's interesting, Franco, because um, I was talking to, I think another foster youth who was going through something. And I remember telling them that everything was going to be okay. You know, like as long as they had faith and they believed that everything was going to be okay, it, it was. And they asked, how do you know that? Right. And I told them because I remember the first time I ever went through something and I felt like, I don't know how I'm going to make it through this. I don't know if I'm going to ever feel good again. And then I did. And when I got to the other side of that, I was a better person. I was wiser. My heart was still like, you know, my heart was more understanding of certain situations in life. I went through something again. I felt, how am I going to get through this? I don't know how I'm going to make it. I feel like giving up, but I made it to the other end and I was better. I was wiser. I was stronger. I was smarter to where when it happened again, I was like, oh yeah, I know I'm going to get through this. I know I'm going to push through this. And I know that when I get to the other side of this, I'm going to be stronger, better, smarter, and wiser. I'm going to have more advice to give. I'm going to be more, you know, I'm going to be able to pay it forward in ways that I wasn't able to pay it forward before that experience, you know? And so after you go through something so much and you realize that every time you made it through you was a better person sometimes people don't take that time to reflect and realize how they grew through some pain or how they grew through a hard situation they just focus on how that situation made tore them down in the moment that they were in it you know and um I try not to live in those moments and it wasn't um easy you know I had mentors in my life that I still have you know multiple mentors mm -hmm. you can 
never had too many that shared different gems and gave me different tools to be able to identify and have a certain type of self-awareness to be able to be like, oh, okay, I'm going through something right now. And yeah, it hurt. Yeah, I'm a breakdown. Yeah, I'm a feel sad. I'm a feel angry sometimes while I'm going through this. But I know that it's going to be okay on the other side because I've been in situations that I thought was the worst situation of my life and I made it through and here I am with something that I feel like is even worse than that and I'm going to make it through because something else is going to come up that I'm going to feel like is even worse than this and when my big mama died you know what I mean that was one of the hardest hits that I took you know what I mean and I was able to make it through because at Rightway Foundation, I did a whole workshop on grief. So I got to learn what grief was. I got to learn what grief looked like. I got to learn the different stages of grief. Mm -hmm. So when I was in denial, I knew what it was. When I was mad, I knew what it was. When I was bargaining, maybe if I would have called her back and maybe if I would have visited her more. When I was in that stage, I knew what it was because I had the tools that I had learned at Rightway Foundation that was given to me. And so just knowing that I had those, um, that village and those resources is what put me through. Keeps you going. No, that's awesome. And then I'm going to let you close it out. You know, what kind of positive advice you would give for a youth? You know, let's do a 30 seconds, quick one. You've had a, someone here that was just struggling right now and, you know, they look down and out. What could you say, Jim? Ooh. <laughs> um, I would probably say you know, I'm just thinking about where I'm at right now in my life and, and, and the things that I wish was said to me, you know, and, and one of the things is just know that, you know, what happened to you is not your fault when you accept that and, and um, forgive yourself. You will be able to show up in ways that you wasn't able to show up and doors and opportunities will start to open for you. But sometimes we got to uh, push through that that block, you know, and my saying is, you know, after every breakdown is a breakthrough. So you push forward and you push through. No, and that's if awesome. you remember that. No, I love know. that. And I, I want to thank our girl, Jeanne, for showing up for Right Way Podcast, where our theme, once again, is 10 minutes of healing the right way, going from pain to power. And so thank you guys. And please tune in next week for another awesome guest we'll have with the Right Way Podcast. Peace. Peace. tuning into the right way podcast 10 minutes of healing the right way and we invite you to come back every week read more about us and our mission at the rightwayfoundation.org